Welcome to this week's message from Crosspoint Community Church. You can find us on the web at crosspointonline.org. There, you can find links to our social media accounts. Led by Pastor Mike Deese, we meet every Sunday at 11 a.m. in Roswell, Georgia. Now presenting this week's message. All right, how many of y'all are finished uh, shopping for Christmas? Really? So there's like three or four or five hands. How many are, are more than halfway through? Okay. How many have not started yet? Wow. Okay, let me ask this question. How many is doing... All of it online this year. All your Christmas shopping online. That is just not true. Really. That's a Christmas gift in itself, isn't it? Wow. Okay, how many are pretty excited about what you think you're going to get this year? Anybody? Huh? How many are hopeful? All right, well, listen, uh, I want to talk about a gift. I want to talk about a gift that Jesus brings, but it's kind of in a messed up way in which I'm going to do it. That's going to carry on the theme of our Christmas banquet. Today, I want to talk about the gift of peace, even though this Sunday we just celebrated uh, that Jesus brings joy. Uh, But go back to peace because we live in some turbulent times. I don't, you're probably aware of that. Uh, But the reality is, that the world was filled with turmoil and oppression and disharmony when Isaiah the prophet announced that a prince would come and change everything. And that's the first verse here on the screen and the first verse on your outline. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called exactly what we were just singing, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of peace. Uh, the angel said the very first Christmas, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Now thinking about peace, you know, I don't want you to check out on me and, 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 and just start thinking about what's for lunch, but the, the, the absolute need for peace not in the world, but also peace within our lives. And, and the fact that this is his announcement that he is the prince of peace and that as we were just singing, He has done great things for me. The reality is He's done great things. You may not know that He's done great things for you, but He has. And, and, and He has done this great thing by saying that no matter what you are experiencing in your life, and, and no matter how long you may have been a Christian, you know that that peace can be disrupted. And, and that the world will try to rob the peace that Jesus wants to give to you. But He says, I am the Prince of Peace. And I will sustain you in my peace. The word for peace occurs uh, 175 times in the Old Testament. But it's really in the New Testament that the fullness of its meaning is really disclosed. It's on every page that the word shines. The, the angels sang at our Savior's birth on earth peace. And at the close of his ministry, Jesus said to his disciples, In me you will have peace. 
80 times the word peace occurs in the New Testament. 40 times uh, the rugged apostle Paul uses this term, peace, peace, peace. And so just to kind of give us a just uh, a modern day understanding of peace, I, I've got some some uh, I've got I've got some definitions of peace here for you. Let's look at those: a state of tranquility or quiet, a state of security. Think about this. You know, you're going to don't hide your plane over this. Jesus comes to bring security. No matter how insecure you may be, He wants to establish your security and who you are in Him. It also it says freedom from oppressive thoughts or emotions. Anybody game for that? Freedom from oppressive thoughts or emotions. I mean, I could just sit here and just give you count after count after count of individuals who are just struggling. And, and it's amazing how that darkness comes over this time of the year for so many people. Think about that. You know, this is the season of light. Jesus, the light of the world. But it's during this season... Uh, that people can feel so isolated and oppressive thoughts and emotions take over and just cause havoc in people's lives. Uh, last uh, definition, harmony in personal relationships. So this is just touches the tip of what Jesus brings when he says, I'm the Prince of Peace. So here's my question for you. I want you to try to be a little bit honest because here's the deal. Uh, we've been reminded uh, throughout uh, this whole year that you know, as we gather here, that this is just kind of the, the, uh, this is kind of the huddle, uh, for followers of Jesus Christ to come and, and be equipped and prepared and ready for the real work as we go out every single day. Uh, as we go out and, and meet people all around us, as we go out to work and as we go out to school, whatever the case may be. This is an opportunity for us to just come and quietly reflect uh, before the Lord and, and just do business with Him. We've been reminded that God speaks through His Holy Spirit. So the reality is, is that He is here because that's His promise. He always does what He says He'll do. He is here. He speaks through His Word and He speaks through His church. He speaks through circumstances and, and, and through prayer and other things. But He wants to speak to you today. And I would encourage you to just ask Him, say, help me to be real with, with you and honest with you so that there can be true peace in my life. Where do you need peace this Christmas? And I, I imagine that for most of you, you could come up with something really quickly. You, you, you could say, man, I need peace in my family. I need peace in my emotions. I, 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 I need peace because I've got oppressive thoughts. I need, to, I need to be able to share the testimony that Pam, I'm picking on you, was able to share a few weeks back of how through this year, God has just given her victory. You know, yeah, I, where do you need peace this year? And my encouragement is that you would look to Jesus and that you'd fix your mind and your face on Him and just say, Jesus, I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm inviting you to give me peace. See, the reality is, is that uh, Jesus said uh, to, before going to the cross to his disciples, uh, this, this is on your outline and it's also here. Um, he said, I leave you peace, my peace I give you. I do not give it to you as the world does. How does the world do it? The uh, world gives and it takes away. Circumstances come and go. Um, events happen. I do not give you as the world does. So don't let your hearts be troubled or afraid. Press, press. We're pressing into God right now and saying, God, what is that? How is that? 
You give me your peace. And then he says in Ephesians, Paul says in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 14, Christ Himself is our peace. What He does, He gives you Himself unconditionally. He's already demonstrated that. No matter what circumstances are going on in life, struggles, um, problems that you may have, we look at the backdrop, at everything, with the backdrop of the cross of Jesus Christ. Jesus loves me this much. Jesus really does love me. I may not feel it. I may not understand it. But He loves me. He's already demonstrated it. Jesus Christ is our peace. So I want to look at three different things. What kind of peace He gives us and what I break it down a little bit. Here's what Jesus brings as, as, as the gift of Christmas. He gives us peace with God. Jesus brings us peace of God and also peace with each other. So let's look at each one of these. Peace with God. Now, I don't know about you. Most of you probably are aware of this. But if you're not living your life with Him, if you're not trying to live your life with God, then you are at war with God. Uh, the Bible makes that very clear. If you're not with me, you're against me, Jesus says. And we're going, I really don't have any beef with Him. Oh yeah, He goes, you come into this world for all of sin and fall short of the glory of God. So if we're not trying to live our life and surrender our life to Him, then we're at war with God. You know, and we don't have peace with God. Jesus came to be a bridge. He came to be that peace treaty for us. And there's no other way to do it. And even though it's been attempted time after time throughout history for us to make peace with God, and, I, and, that, and that's an old term, you know, that I can remember people using, you know, when I was real young. You know, I've made my peace with God. You ever heard somebody say that? You know, I've made my peace with God. You know, and I, I'm going, but do you know Him? You know, but I, that Jesus came to give us peace with God, to, to bring us into peace with Him. Romans chapter 5, verse 1 says this, Now that we have been put right with God through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Now again, there have been many times that people have tried to make peace with God by changing their behavior or doing something different or trying to do good. But this tells us right here that there's only one way. And I want to just ask you today, have you made peace with God? Have you made, if, if you haven't, you're going to, one day you're going to stand before Him. And the Bible says that one day every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord. And God sent Jesus so that we could have a relationship with Him. So, how do you do it? How do you make peace with God? Well, you make it by faith. Not by promising to be good. Not by promising uh, not to sin because you will. Not by uh, trying to be perfect because you can't. It's by faith. So I want to ask you today, have you made peace with God? Do you have peace with God? You go, well, I'm not sure. Well, have you placed your faith and your trust in Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior? See, here's, here's what I believe. I believe that the Bible helps us understand that you're not here by accident. God knew that you know before you were ever even born that on December the 16th of 2018 that you would be here. Maybe, maybe for the umpteenth time. Maybe this is your first time here. Maybe you've been here a hundred times, but He knew you would be here today and that through His Holy Spirit, He would be extending this invitation to you again. I love you. I want a relationship with you. I, I want you to experience my peace. I've seen every problem in your life. I've seen every hurt in your life. I've never stopped loving you. I love you more than you'll ever know. 
And all I want to do is for you to know and experience me through faith in my Son, Jesus Christ. I want to save you from your past. I want to save you by my grace. I want to save you for a purpose. Uh, if, if you make peace with me, God would say, you will experience the true gift of Christmas. Do you have peace with God? Let's just pause right now and, and let's just give ourselves a minute just to reflect on that. Would you pray with me? Father God, thank you just for this reminder that, Lord, Christmas is so much more than uh, just a celebration uh, of lights, but it's a celebration of the light of your truth and of your love for us and your, your sacrifice that you've made for us, leaving heaven, entering through the lowliest door, being born in a manger, living perfectly, dying for our sins, being resurrected to give us your life so that we can have peace with our Heavenly Father. Thank you, Jesus, for revealing the love of God. Holy Spirit, right now, for anyone that may have questions about that, Lord, I pray that today that they would just respond to you by saying, Father God, I want peace with you through your Son, Jesus Christ. I acknowledge my need. Thank you for opening my eyes and my heart. And Lord, I receive the peace that only you can give. Thank you, Jesus, for bringing me peace with God. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. All right, now see, you got to need the peace with God before we can experience the next thing, which many of us need. Peace within. Peace within. Um, when you are at peace with God, then you, then you get the peace of God in your heart, and, and that's an emotional peace. So we've got to have the spiritual peace because we're spiritual beings. And then there's that emotional peace that so many people struggle with. You know, this, this emotional deal. But here's what Jesus says in 2 Thessalonians 3, 16. Radical, wonderful offer. Now, may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. The Lord be with you all. Back up. Pause. May the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. Now think about that. Think about, think about the implication. You say, whoa, 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 whoa. At all times? You mean... You mean I can have peace whenever my family's falling apart? You mean you're saying that you came to, that I could have peace when I'm falling apart? You, you came to have peace when I'm struggling with these strongholds or this, this sin pattern in my life? You came that I may have peace? He's going, yeah. That's an awesome God. That's a wonderful gift. The Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times in every way. In every way. See, some, some of us come today and, and I mean, there's just stuff just racking our minds and our brains and our, and our lives and we're going, this doesn't feel too peaceful. Well, Jesus says, wait a minute, your circumstances don't dictate that because I am greater. I'm wonderful counselor, everlasting father, prince of peace. I'm the prince of peace. And that's a matter of trust and faith as we've learned. It's just placing our trust and our faith in Him. This past Friday, as I, as, as I was just kind of um, trying to marinate in this a little bit, you know, I was getting ready to leave because uh, 
Felicia has always got a list. She's always got a grocery list. I always check in. And so I was getting ready to leave, and then, you know, and I was just going, Lord, just, just, and just show me, just reveal yourself. You know, just let me see you. You know, e- even as I leave here, uh, just let me see you. I just wanted to see you. Um, and, you know, we've been encouraged as we've been going through experiencing God. You know, when you pray, you be, be careful and pay attention to what happens after you pray. Right? We've been reminded of that. So I was just, I, you know, I was just praying that. It's wet and nasty. I've not been real happy with the weather lately, but what we're going to do, you know. Um, so, uh, you know, Lord, I just want to see you. So I, I, go, to the, I go to the grocery store and um, I get this list, and out there is, is, a, is a guy that's, and it's raining. It's kind of raining a little bit sideways, wet and it's cold. And this is this 28-year-old guy, you know, he's got a little coat on, he's sitting there, and he's got his little sign. You know, homeless, you know, need some help, rough times, all that. And I just went, ah. You know, we've kind of, and as as I've already said, we've been inundated with a lot of that. And so I just went, I went on in there, and and I was just reminded, okay, pay attention to what happens after you pray. You know, I said, well, I prayed, Lord, I want to see you, not a homeless guy sitting here. You know, so... um, I went and I checked out and I came back out and, and uh, he was still sitting down. The crowd's down. It's cold. And, and I went up to him and I started talking to him. And, and his name's Corey. And I got his last name. I said, what's the deal? He said, yeah. And he started just telling me, you know, his story. You know, about, you know, I'd hit up on hard times, da 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 And, uh, and uh, so at the end of his little cardboard sign, it says, God bless. I said, I noticed it said God bless on there. Tell me about that. He said, man. He said, without God, without God, I would just have, I'd have no hope. I'd have no peace. You know, that's what keeps me going. You know, and uh, so I talked with him a little bit further. And, and while I was talking with him, there were several people that just came up and walked and dropped, you know, some some groceries or something like that by him. And and I'm saying, Corey, is there anything specific, you know? Anything else specific that you need? He said, yeah, I could use a little fruit. So I went back in and got him some bag of apples and, you know, came back out. And uh, Corey, you're out there. And I invited him to come, you know, to die. I said, you kind of hang in this area. He said, I try not to wear out my welcome, you know, <laughs> you know, in different places. But uh, I think generally in this area. But pray for him. But here's a guy that's in a – I was just thinking – it, I'm just wet. I'm feeling cold and nasty and all that just standing out here talking to him. But he's living there. The God that loves you and loves me says, I'm the Prince of Peace. I, I will give you peace no matter what your circumstances are. And, and he offers that. He says, peace at all times in every way. That's one of the amazing aspects of experiencing God, of really just kind of surrendering our lives to Him, is to experience His abounding peace. Not something that, it's not something the world will offer us. It's not going to be found under the Christmas tree. You know, this world runs on chaos, stress, confusion, striving, selfish pursuits, but there's no true lasting satisfaction. But even in this life, God offers peace, the peace of heaven the peace that comes from having our lives and our hearts wrapped in a true relationship with Him. The psalmist says in Psalm 29, 11, the Lord gives strength to His people. You ever experienced that? The Lord gives strength to His people. The Lord blesses His people with peace. You know, 
What does He want to give to you and me today? He wants to give us peace within. You know, this is what we need for living every single day. Peace within. Uh, the peace of God happens in our hearts when we've made peace with God and, and all of a sudden life changes and it becomes from being focused on me to being able to be focused on others and seeing what God is doing in the world around us. Prince of Peace. Here's what he encourages us to do and here's how we get out of the next verse on your outline, Philippians 4. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Remember, we've been exhorted this year. Pray, pray, pray. Tell God what you need and thank Him for all that He has done. Then you will experience God's peace which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. What's He saying? How does that happen? God exchanges our earthly cares because of the relationship that we have with Him, our stresses, the dysfunction in our life with His heavenly sustaining peace. He's such a good Father that He takes uh, that which just wrecks our hearts and, our, and, and troubles our hearts and He promises to take care of us down to the smallest burden. Whatever's facing you today, He says, listen, my peace is sufficient. My grace is sufficient. Peace. How does that happen? I was reminded through this verse, Isaiah 26.3, You, Lord, will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. What is that saying? It's saying, hey, this world's out there going, hey, hey. No, but he's going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Are you fixing your eyes on him? Are your mind stayed on him? It just, it just took, took us back, took me back to this whole aspect of abiding, abiding. The sap of God's love comes when we just abide and we rest in Him and look to Him because the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of God's activity in our life is peace because He is our peace. Abide in Him. So we get peace with God and then we get peace within. And He, he just longs for us to encounter that, that peace within. So I want to ask you, do you have peace within today? Some of you restless, some of you struggling, some of you anxious, some of you worried, some of you worn out. Do you have, do you have peace within? Here's what Jesus says in John 16, 33. I've said these things to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. When we have a relationship with Jesus that's intimate and real, we have a relationship with the one that conquered death, the one that is a true conqueror. And knowing Him in our lives and being wrapped up in Him, we can have peace within no matter what you're going through or experiencing right now. Let's pray and ask Him. Let's humble ourselves, not be too proud. Pause with me and pray. Father God, we just come before You right now and we thank You that You have announced in Your Word that when we have a relationship with You as a child of Yours, even though we don't fully understand all that, that we have peace with you through Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. But also that we can have peace within. Some of us come today and uh, there's restlessness. Maybe there's just a lot of stress, a lot of friction, a lot of just struggles and troubles that are going on in our life. Maybe disappointments. Maybe we're overwhelmed by, by, uh, by what's not happening in, in the lives of our loved ones. Right now, we just want to pause 
And we want to take Your Word. We want to fix our eyes on You. We want to let our mind be stayed on You and ask You to do that for which we can never do for ourselves. Take our worried and our fearful hearts and wrap them up in Your peace. We take You at Your Word. Instead, instead of continuing to, to allow our minds to be whiplashed uh, through the circumstances going on around us, Lord, we choose to focus and receive peace within. Thank You for being that source of peace for us today. If you're here, your heart is restless, ask Him for that right now. Thank You, Jesus, that You always do what You promise. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right, last thing. So you got peace with God and got peace within. And you've got peace within. All of a sudden, you can, you can care about what's going on out there. And then we have peace with others. Uh, big time. Uh, everywhere I've gone all over the world, uh, I've seen the same problem. It's a lot of conflict, you know, between husband and wives, kids and the older generation, ethnic groups, religious groups, language groups. Uh, the greatest need in our world is reconciliation. It's this peace. It's peace. And, you know, it just seems like overwhelming. But it starts with this peace with God and then peace within. Look at this verse here. It's on your outline. For He Himself is our peace, who has made the two one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. But Christ broke down that wall of hate by giving His own body. So here's what Jesus did. He came to do that. You know, He came to break down this hostility and He, he came to bring peace uh, to the, to, for His love just to resonate. Uh, uh, you, you, I always talk about my family and so the, they know that you know, they're always um, game you know, to talk about. But uh, you've heard about my youngest daughter. Rachel's got a good friend, Mena, who lives in Egypt and they became good friends at UGA. And... Um, and uh, Minna is very devout in her religion. And uh, Rachel loves Jesus. And, 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 but they love one another. And uh, so they've been separated for about two years. And, and they wanted to get together. And was it October or something like that? Uh, so they, they decided to meet in the middle in Spain. Well, I'm going, yeah, um, tough life, you know. The, was it? No. What? Anyway, whatever. So, yeah, so they met, they met in Spain. And, uh, and uh, they, you know, they're, all, they're always communicating and all this kind of stuff. And, um, um, you know, Mena is um, just, again, devout. Uh, but she's always praying that God would show her the way. Uh, and and you know, Rachel, uh, they're out having fun and stuff. And I think it's whenever they they, they were this, this guy was playing drums on the you know on the side of the road and you know it wasn't real drums, pots and pans, all but doing an amazing job and all that. And so they're sitting there, you know, kind of getting into it. You know, Mena's dressed in her uh, religious attire, and 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 you know Rachel's dressed like a Georgia UGA or something. I don't know, whatever. So, but. You know, so they're sitting there and uh, getting into it and starts a conversation up. And then the guy takes, introduces uh, them uh, to his whole family. And one of the things that, that they point out is, you know, they said, wait a minute, you're Christian, you're Muslim. We never, we don't see people, you know, having 
that much fun together hanging out like that and didn't understand, you know, the power of God's love and, and peace. And it gave them an opportunity to share. But this is what Jesus is saying here. It's when we don't have peace of God, the peace with God and, and the peace within, we're so insecure, we're so guarded, and, and we're not willing to let God be God. And that's the reason there's not so much peace with others. It's because we're, we're not trusting Him to do that for which only He can do. He's not asked you to do it. He's not asked you to bring peace among the nations or bring peace, you know, uh, even within the body here. What He says is allow Him to do it through you. Allow God to be God. Jesus, He him, our, Himself is our Prince of Peace. His purpose is, is to bring unity. Colossians, Paul says this also in your outline. He says, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts. Since as members of one body you were called to peace, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly as you teach and admonish one another. God says, you know, I've shown you grace. I've shown you peace. I want you to show it to other people. Uh, Jesus reminds us as we just really fix our eyes on Him, He said, I've cut you some slack. You cut others some slack. You know, let me bring about peace. Let me tear down the walls. Let me do that for which I came for. Show grace. Jesus says, blessed are the peacemakers for they shall be called the children of God. If you're a, truly a follower of Christ, if you're a child of His, if you know Him, the Prince of Peace, then you're going to be a peacemaker, not a troublemaker. You're going to be a peacemaker at work. You're going to be a peacemaker at school. You're going to be a peacemaker at home. Uh, and you're going to build people up and not tear them down. You're going to compliment more than you criticize. You're going to be a peacemaker. Christmas is a perfect time to go to school on that, to show grace and peace to other people. God shows us that. He gives us what we need, not what we deserve, right? So let me ask you just a very candid question. Who do you need to restore a broken relationship with this Christmas? Who do you need to make peace with this Christmas? Who do you need to reconcile? See, that's what Jesus did. He came to reconcile us with God. And he did what was necessary. And it was costly. And it may be, it may be that he has, through His Holy Spirit, just blessed you today with peace within so that you're not self-focused and now you can look and let Him show you, hey, I came to break down the walls. I came to be a reconciler. I want to use you as my instrument. And my grace is sufficient for you. Some of you are saying, listen, there's too much hurt. You know, hey, when our families get together at Christmas, it's just dysfunctional. It's just, just all just too crazy and all that. I, I, I just can't do it. You know, it, I, I, I can't forgive them. It hurts too much. I, I can't. And, and God says, you were exactly right. You can't. You can't. But I can. He Himself is our peace. Who do you need to reconcile with? Let me tell you something. He wants to flood you with the gift of Himself this Christmas. But I'll tell you, if you want, if you want to worship Him and glorify Him, then 
allow him to use you as his instrument of peace. Would you pray with me? Father God, we come before you and we know that relationships are messed up. We know that we get it wrong. We know that we've fallen so many times and yet you never give up. You're long-suffering. You're a God of second chances and you're a God that, that does what we see as impossible. Lord, I pray for every person here that you just reveal to us if there's if there's someone that you want us to go to to restore a broken relationship, as a, it's just an offering to you for your wonderful love and grace that you've given us, Lord, I pray that today that we would just vow before you to go. And because of the peace that we have with you and the peace that we have within no matter what's going on, that, Lord, your peace and your grace is sufficient. May we, Lord, today, not in a way to earn your love, but, Lord, to demonstrate the fact that we know you better and we love you more. May we just simply obey the leading of your Holy Spirit today and go and be a peacemaker because you're all about relationship. Lord, we want to cast... Uh, our faith and our trust in you to do that for which only you can do. Tear down the walls today, the walls of our heart, the walls of pride, and now, Lord, we pray that you would build up the body of Christ and build up the relationships and restore homes and restore communities and bring about peace. That's what we're asking. And we're asking that in your name. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's message from Crosspoint Community Church. You can find us on the web at crosspointonline.org. There, you'll find links to our social media accounts. We gather every Sunday at 11 a.m. in Roswell, Georgia. Tune in next week.